on this fine Sunday by my co-host, Ben Gosshorn. How are you doing today, Ben? I am good. Um, recovering my voice. Um, and I'm going to try to not make this a rant cast. Um, but a little annoyed. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This was uh, I pulled a full Chris Davis for the second time uh, this year. I'm two for two on those, I think. Maybe two for three, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was like we talked about. I was a little hesitant to think we would steamroll this team, but I, I was really curious to see how we play against a, a team of this style, um, considering they capitalize on mistakes and exactly what they did mm -hmm. um they capitalized on four of them and they scored four of them yeah they uh, capitalized on both uh the independence mistakes and the officials mistakes <laughs> yeah so they were very I, uh, opportunistic i i don't want to complain about referees but we've I been will we've been pretty good this have, year we haven't i don't talked think we've as much about really referees about as we did last year yeah so I, th I think we're due for a rant cast on the referees. Um, Before we get into that, though, I, I do want to hear the good stuff about. So tell me, did you have a good week trip to Greenville? I did. I had a fantastic week. Um, I got to meet my uh, my nephew of like two weeks old. Um, All right. And, and held him and whatnot. Little baby Maxwell. Um, got to uh, spend <clears throat> my, uh, my mother's birthday with family, so that was fun as well. Um, and basically, like, lost my voice yelling and screaming against the Chattahooligans, um, which they had, like, probably a solid 20 people that showed up. Nice. They, they traveled well. Group. They were yeah, in they Asheville, I think, last weekend, too. Mm-hmm. So they are. And that's dedication. Yeah. Like, they just had an away trip. I'm assuming went back town, back home, and then went back all the way here. That's impressive. Um, they, they traveled really well. They were really cool. They tailgated with us. Um, but it was a good weekend. I, I yeah. was, I, it it kind of took a downward trajectory when I was watching the game, unfortunately. Yeah, my, I had a great weekend except for about two hours there <laughs> on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, the stream was messed up, so that's fun. Thanks, uh, New York Red Bulls, too, for uh, – well, okay. Being so apparently prepared. it wasn't it wasn't them. It was something what? to do with ESPN, because what? Richard said that the YouTube for foreign viewers was working. Really? Yeah. Which I thought the YouTube huh. stream was literally just a simulcast of the ESPN stream. It was just for only uh, outside yeah. of the U.S. viewers. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but I just assumed that it was. That's super weird. Yeah, so I don't know, and then I tr I kept huh. I kept badgering the New York Red Bulls two Twitter account about like they could they had they kept posting videos, and I was like just send whoever's taking the videos to the stands and have them periscope it. <laughs> well, there one of, one of the people who works in the in their communications office tweeted back at me and was like ESPN wouldn't like that very much, and I was like well ESPN should get their crap together before the game starts so that we don't have to miss thirty minutes of the match. Yeah. And miss, you know, one of the only highlights. I still haven't seen the first goal. Oh, it was that, fantastic. That Charlotte scored. Um, I'll go ahead and, uh, and kind of tell you. Okay, good. They did give an assist. Sam Vines had a really good cross to um, – this happened in the 23rd minute, for those that don't know. 
Um, this goal is available in the highlight reel on the match center page for this match as well. But uh, Sam Vines crossed it uh, towards, it ended up crossing everybody and it got to Cato uh, at the top of the box. He uh, he put a really good strike to to the far left post, a ground shot, um, bounced off the left post and went in. Um, really confident shot that was hit really well. Um, and the, the unfortunate part is uh, Chris was telling me that the problems with the stream and that like 30 minutes in, it was 1-1. So at that point, I knew that the New York Red Bulls were going to score very shortly after that. Um, but yeah, that was the first goal. Um, it's yeah, really disappointing. To, did you to see get... the second goal? Because I still haven't, I haven't seen that one either. Oh, you haven't seen the second goal either? No, yeah, I, haven't, the... I didn't see okay. where they equalized because their stream still oh. wasn't working at that point. Because the second goal, if I'm correct, literally happened like 90 seconds after the first one. Yeah, two minutes game time after that. It was, um, it was in a moment where Dykstra had a really good save. Deflected to the left side. Okay, and... now that you mention it, I did see, I saw the post that New York Red Bulls Twitter yeah. put out of the goal. I remember now. Mm -hmm. Dykstra saved it, and then it was a scramble, and somehow they got it back and, and then scored off the rebound, kind of. Yeah. Um, I hate to really say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, that goal was a reoccurring theme of how terrible our defense was this game. Our defense was terrible. It was lazy. It was... Whoa. It, it was. I hate... I mean, ugh. rant cast is in full swing. Um... Dykstra had a really good game. I, I was about to say Dykstra played I, really well, the, and still I, we got four hung on us. Yeah, I mean he he had some amazing saves. He had the best game of of the year that he's had mm -hmm. easily. He made some saves that were fantastic, and he he came off his line. He saved two really bad defensive moves or really good offensive plays by the Red Bull yeah, to pressure us. That, there was that one uh, Watson yeah. gave him the hospitalist of all yeah. hospital passes mm -hmm. uh, that he had to come off his line and clear. Yeah. Uh, do you think uh, there was, do you think fatigue may have been a factor for any, uh, for the, especially the two center backs? Maybe. Because um, I, I thought, I thought it was. I thought they looked really tired, especially in the second half. They weren't Possibly. great in the first half, but they were yeah. slower in the second were, half. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't added up the average age of the two lineups, uh, but we should do that. We should have done that before the show because our average age, I would venture to guess, was probably five to ten years older than their average age, yeah. and it showed in the second half. They, oh, yeah. And our team is – typically the team that looks fitter on most nights. I, I think, think so. I think our team generally coach Jeffries does a good job with in, in the preseason and in the early season, making sure guys are fit and can run. Cause our, our system requires a lot of running, especially for the defenders. Uh, we looked tired and it, yeah, I, I think maybe if, if Duckett was healthy, I think he should have gone. That's my was, that's my only yeah. real second guess with the lineup, and maybe I would have turned to Imwapi earlier and have taken off yeah. somebody like 
Kevon George and put Alex back in Kevon's spot. Mm-hmm. Because we ah, we were really help. struggling to control the ball anywhere past like the back four. I mean, mm-hmm. we we had some good work in the final third in moments in bunches. You know, there was yeah that 10, 15 minute stretch before the floodgates opened where Alex got down the wing twice and put in really good crosses that got cut out. Yeah, uh, he was playing really well there. Yeah. It just seemed like it seemed like we were kind of coming back, and then you had that where the game completely turned on its head. The no call in the penalty, or the no call on the penalty shout down on our end, and yeah. then like two minutes later, the penalty to New York, and then they score again right after the penalty, and then Coach uh, Troy Lassane got sent off. Yeah, for saying probably same thing I was saying from my couch. <laughs> And what everybody yes. at Jack's house was probably saying. <laughs> I imagine um, at that point of the game and at that point of the evening, especially with the U.S. men's national team, there were some uh, some choice words for the the television at Jack's house. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, I feel like it's really unfortunate because Dykstra, if Dykstra wouldn't have had this type of a game and this precise and um, been smart enough to come off his line when he did and, and make the saves that he did, they could have scored seven goals easily. Easily. We, we could have been yeah. demolished. Um, it was such a weird game, too, because I felt like we should have scored more than two. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes... I, what I tweeted out after the game is that every good break we had last week turned right around this week. I mean, we had the, yeah. the fourth goal where Jungsu's clearance, granted, it was not a good clearance. But how many times do you have a bad clearance land in the path of a player who's unmarked? It's yeah. it's pretty rare. Usually in a, on a bad clearance like that, the goalkeeper can can punch it away or somebody for the defense is there. But it just it was a shank, and it landed right into the guy's path, and he put a good finish on it, whatever. Yeah. The... the the p- penalty call, no call, was a bad break. Yeah. Uh, you know. And I'm still not even sure. I mean, granted, it could have been. I, I think there was contact there that 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 drew the foul. But. I, I mean, they were both diving for the ball. I, I just don't see how you can yeah. call a foul on, on a guy. They were both playing the, attempting to play the ball. There was not, he didn't get dragged down. It was the most bizarre call I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It just looked Unless like an innocuous jersey pulling thing. or something like that. I don't, I don't know how you call that, but I mean, I guess you could say we got the Calvert call the very first game against Ottawa. That was a maybe iffy foul. So we, I mm, guess that's, I don't think so. Like, I don't think that was a maybe different. iffy call. I thought but, that was uh, just like the call that didn't go our way in the on the other end. It looked like it was a foul, and maybe Zayed went down too easy, but it's still a foul. Oh, I don't even think Zayed went down easy. I think he went I down. Think I think guy, he went down a little easy, but I think it was definitely a foul as well. Yeah. And that's I hate when that influences a referee's call. If you're if you're gonna say you can't go down easy. And then a guy gets fouled and then doesn't go down. The referee's probably not going to give the foul. It's that it's that weird gray area where 
if you don't go down, you're not getting the call. But if you go down too easy, you're not yeah. getting the call either. So <laughs> what's the appropriate level of going down in the box, you know, exactly. when you're yeah. fouled? Yep. So, it's, uh, it's you know, that, that was frustrating. We just couldn't play our game. I think that was the yeah. other frustrating part. And we didn't – we tried, I think – to play through the midfield a little bit too much. And then we, mm-hmm. when we weren't trying to play through the midfield, our long passing just wasn't quite accurate enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that's we didn't have as much speed too. in behind as we needed to, on the field. Mm-hmm. And part of that could have been influenced by the injury. Uh, you know, if you have, I assume it was an injury and not a tactical decision to take Foster off in like the 30th minute. I have no idea what happened in that play, yeah. honestly. Cause they were, because they were looking at Jung Soo yeah. like for an ankle injury, and then all of a sudden Foster's off and Zahed's on. And yeah. they never mentioned anything about it. The, no, the commentators were just going on and on about how dirty of a player Jung Soo was. Exactly. And like, they were like, I was like, like he's injured. Jung Soo has they had hated like him. three red cards. And yeah, they hated him. Oh, my God. He was just being a physical defender. He wasn't even I may being have physical. The, elbow. the one like, that made them so mad was he went for the header, and the New York player tried to cut his legs out. And yeah, I mean, his and, and of course, Jungsu came down on him with his elbow, yeah. but because he got his legs taken out, and that were, from that moment on, they were they turned on Jungsu. Oh yeah, or Jungso as they called him. Yeah, Jungso, and they called. <laughs> uh, I may be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure they called Kato Caleb Kato. They did. Did they over okay. and over? They called him Caleb Cato the yeah. whole game, and I then they know. got Jake Ehrman and Jan Ecker confused. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. They I also called they Jan Ekra Eon Ekra. Eon Ekra. Eon. Wow. So I don't know. They were special. They were. They they the were thing, honestly the worst USL uh, announcers I've ever heard. Uh, they wow, were that's, that's a high bar sir i, don't I, know. I know they were biased that, to the point of insanity like yeah. a lot most almost all the usl people who do the games work for the team or are connected to the te- home team in some case mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> i think we're one of the only teams that doesn't have a announcer that's like on our staff uh that calls our games and Sometimes they're fine. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine with bias, especially yeah. from announcers. It, it's, it's fine. Just keep it, you know, under control. <laughs> yeah. You know what well, I mean? They, and they were like situationally biased too, because I don't know if you caught it. I didn't, I don't know that I caught it during the game, but I was, when I was watching the highlights, one of the announcers, uh, the foul that Herrera got in the box to get it, to make it four, two, he said, Oh, whatever the defender's name was, got part of the ball. What? <laughs> no. He didn't get any part of the ball. And he, I think they were trying to say that Herrera went down easy, which maybe he did, but he got full contact of him. So, like, Herrera can do whatever he wants to in that situation. Herrera can sell that as much as he wants. Uh, that, I don't know how that wasn't a red card. How is that I don't know how it card? wasn't a red card either. It's a either. one-on-one situation with a goalkeeper, and a defender is coming from behind and slide tackling. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know that they recently changed the rule that if you make oh. a genuine attempt to play the ball, but you commit a foul, it's only a yellow card. But that was not a genuine but attempt it, to play the ball. It's from that behind. was a guy sliding and taking out a guy's legs 
who was on a breakaway. Yeah. The second all-time leading goal scorer in USL. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was clear as day, a red card. Uh, I think so. And I if mean, it isn't red, I don't know how New York reacts. Maybe, I mean, this is a big stretch, but maybe we're able to grab two goals. We came close to grabbing a third. Right after that, I mean, La- uh, really Laro had a as bad of a game as Laro had at that Winthrop game that we talked about with Joseph Goldstein on the last podcast. He he, mm-hmm. he was that good. He was the complete opposite, and yeah. he made several really great saves. There was a clearance off the line on one that he didn't save in the second half. Uh, yeah. They we we created chances. We just didn't have. You know, sometimes you, you just need the luck, and it just didn't go our way. And, yeah. and obviously, we should have been better. We, we weren't great. Uh, but we did create chances. We just didn't create enough of them. And we didn't yeah. we didn't do a good job uh, limiting their chances either. They had 22 shots, 9 on target. Uh, only We only blocked 2 of those. Granted, mm-hmm. 11 were outside the box, but 11 were inside the box. We oh, just... Like you said, yeah. we were not great defensively. I just thought we were a step slow. I thought yeah. that it showed that our center backs were 38 and 34, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Sam Vines did fine. I thought Joel Johnson did fine. Uh, yeah. In fact, I thought Sam Vines did better than fine in the second half. I thought he was one of the stronger players. I, I wish we would have started attacking down the left a little bit earlier. Because mm-hmm. he and Alex had some good moves there in the last, I don't know. And and, and Jake Airman when he came on, he, yeah. he had some success down the left as well. He had that one run that he made, started in our own half and almost ended up in the box mm-hmm. that almost created something. We had some moments on the left side. I wish we would have um, started attacking that way a little bit earlier. Because, like I said, we, we pretty much go down the right for better or for worse. And I think some of that will change when Donnie gets back on the yeah. field. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was by the time the subs came on and, and, and we kind of got a little bit going, it was already 4-1. And at mm-hmm. that point, it's going to be really hard to turn the game around. But but like I said, I, I think the game really turned on that no-call call. You know, Troy gets sent off and we, I, we, we maybe lost a little bit of composure there. And then allowed the goal, the third goal, two minutes later. That was really the backbreaker. Was allowing that third goal mm-hmm. uh, because if we can go, if we can keep our composure for five or ten minutes and go and get an equalizer, then maybe it stays two-two instead of yep. ballooning to four-one before we got the penalty. So, I, yeah, I think the four-two scoreline's a little flattering. I don't think they dominated us that badly. I don't think. No, but sometimes that's the way they it had goes. a really good. We definitely should have been better. Twenty minutes stretch. Yeah, uh, and I and think we didn't. Re- I think the other problem is we didn't really respond very well. Yeah, until they scored the third goal. That's and a good point. We, we and kind of decided to to come back and, um, like I said, the last fifteen, ten or fifteen minutes or so, we, I was almost expecting us to to get a third goal. Maybe even a fourth goal. I really um, after yeah we had moments after the penalty that we that looks like we were about to get a third. It was yeah. I didn't think we had a chance of getting a fourth. 
<laughs> to be it honest, especially after they didn't give the red card. Uh, yeah. If they'd have given the red card and then you have six minutes of stoppage time after the 90 minutes, then maybe yeah. we'll see. But uh, like, like you said, we didn't respond well to the penalty uh, and we paid for it. They, I think part of the reason they are so good when they have the lead is just that style of play. When they have, when they can get a lead like that, because that penalty kind of came against the run of play. We had started to have some pretty decent attacking soccer there. I don't know, after the first 10, 15 minutes, I guess it quite hadn't made it. That was the 15th minute of second half was the penalty. So that we came out of the locker room strong. We, like we said, we had that no call go against us, but Zayed found himself in a good position. We were moving the ball pretty well. We weren't uh, making any mistakes. And I think once they got that goal, they just relentlessly pressed us and we just quite weren't quite ready for it. Yeah. Uh, or maybe we were ready for it and we just weren't physically able to uh, uh, re- with withstand it, you know? Mm-hmm. It, Like I said, I think Duckett may have should have started. Uh, I would think so. Because I- he's younger, he's fresh, we think. I mean, we don't know that he's... Nobody has come out and said he's not 100%. So I assume mm. that him being on the bench these past couple games has been a tactical decision and a Watson is the better option decision. And to be fair, he looked like it last week in Ottawa. He was, he was incredible. Both he and Jungsu were incredible. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's just a case that we need to manage their minutes a little bit better because of their, uh, elderliness (laughs) in soccer years. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think, I think a major thing that um, hurt us as well. See, I really wish I knew if Foster was the one that was injured or not. I, I think it was more tactical than anything else. Well, he was um, the one replaced, so. Yeah. But I, I think I was a little surprised at that as early on as it was. Um, I think part of the other reason why we weren't as great today or, well, Saturday, whichever, um, it is partially because Ecker kind of had an off game as well. He had a couple opportunities where he could have put some some more crisp passes well, on. To me, on this people. is not a game that Ecker is going to thrive in mm. because he's not. I don't. He's just not a player you're going to. I don't know when you when we were. We're not going to play long balls to Jan Ekra. and. Yep. Typically, when we were trying to play through the midfield, the ball was going through George or Alex Martinez coming deep to pick up the ball. It wasn't going to Ekra. Because, I mean, like you said, he did have his moments where maybe he could have been a little bit sharper, but he's more, I don't know, he needs a little bit more space to operate. Our whole team really relies, not relies on, but our system works best when we have space and teams are kind of sitting back a little bit, not... You know, not bunkering in, but when they're not pressing us to the point of turning the ball over in the fi- in our own final third, so to speak. But, yeah. 
I think yeah, that's I mean, he definitely wasn't. Too, is we kept losing the ball in, mm-hmm. in really bad positions, and it didn't give us an opportunity to to defend very well or, or bring back um, Alex or um, or Cato very much. Um, but I mean, Cato had a really good game too. I was about to say Alex and Cato both had really good games. Yeah. On the offensive they, side, they, they were really the only two that gave us skills. a spark. Yeah. And Jorge, outside of earning that penalty and scoring the penalty, was kept pretty quiet, and as as yeah. was Zayed, and that's yeah. It's not great, but it's kind of what happens when you basically, when the team basically chokes out the middle of the field, like they did, like New York did. So it, it would have been, it would have taken some adjustments. It'll be interesting to see what happens when we play them away from home because they. Mm-hmm. They were riding that wave of emotion after that penalty, and it gave them a big boost. And it'll be interesting to see because I don't think they are four-two better than us. Uh, it just that's the way it went last night. Yeah. So, and I think the other perspective part on this is, I mean, the Red Bull have done this is like the fourth time they've done this to a. Yeah. Top, I think they beat everybody in the top four um, or top five or so, except for um, basically Cincinnati. I mean, they, they've dropped five on uh, both Charleston and Indy. Um, I'm about to actually look that up, so I'm not mistaken. They definitely um, dropped five on Charleston. Yeah. They, they, they played really good against some good teams. I mean, the other perspective point, too, is – we're still fourth. Uh, we're technically tied. Wow, there's a four-way tie. I mean, um, everybody lost last night. It seemed like. Yeah, I didn't realize that, but yeah, we are we are fourth technically, um, but there are four teams tied with 20 points. That's something. Um, wow, these this, these standings. These, I I just now I'm uh, <laughs> processing all this. Have you looked at the standings? I haven't. So we have 20 points. The Red Bull have 20 points. Nashville has 20 points. The Battery have 20 points. Bethlehem, the Rowdies, and Indy 11 have 18 points. Yeah, it's a bloodbath. Talk about congestion. Yeah. Um, we knew it was going to be like this, too, in the preseason. The East is yeah. stronger than it's ever been. It's stronger than the West. It's just mm-hmm. if you earn a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference, you should be proud regardless of whether it's a home playoff game or not. Uh, I I still think we are a contender for that top four, or maybe the three or th- third and fourth. I, don't, I think the first two, I don't, I don't think we're good enough. Nashville no. looks to be one of the stronger East teams, which was slightly unexpected. Uh, I know a yeah. lot of they, they had a lot of hype. But mm-hmm. it was more of a wait and see situation because they didn't look great to start the year, but they're starting to gel and they're starting to put put it together. They're looking mm-hmm. really strong. They just got a draw in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and that so doesn't happen often. I know Tampa's really struggling yeah. though. They uh, yeah, that's a fair point. I don't know, but it's it still feels early. We're still what a third of the mm-hmm. way through the season now. Yeah, I think that was our. Thir- or is it a 12th game? That was, that was 12th our 12th game. game. So we play 34? I think that's it. I can't remember how okay, many Okay, so we're a little more than a third of the way through. 
Yeah. But I think if we go back to preseason and we say, okay, here's where we're at after the 12th game. Mm-hmm. And we're in fourth with a, you know, we're tied with a bunch of other people. So, yeah, I think we'll take, I think we take it. I, our schedule has been forgiving to say the least here early. Yeah. So this stretch coming up is when we need to really start putting it together. And maybe this is a good, I think this game will maybe help us in the long run because we don't have to worry about beatless. We don't have to worry about a, crazy streak or anything you know mm-hmm. you get your tail kicked you you take your lessons from it uh and you and you move on and yeah. sometimes last season we maybe we could have used that uh so hopefully we'll learn our lesson our lessons and take those lessons to atlanta on wednesday yes um, who is really struggling after <laughs> starting pretty strong right i mean yeah, they looked pretty pretty decent against us, way back in was that week two, week three, uh-huh. something like that. Two, I think it was week three for us because it was after Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, they're they're sitting at a negative twelve goal differential at this point. Um, they just lost to um, who they just lose to. They just lost to Indy Eleven. Um, but um, yeah, I I, I think. Right now, we're probably in like the four to six range as far as quality. Um, this game, I mean, the thing about it too, as far as big picture goes, we've won six games. There's only, we're one of three teams that have won six games. And the only other two teams are Louisville and Cincinnati. So there's that. I yeah. mean, um, my only <clears> worry <throat> is those six wins are against six of the worst teams. But, like we've said before, you can only play who's on your schedule. You know, yeah. we've shown over the history of our club, we've shown we can play. We kind of play down to our competition. You know, we play when we play a team that's at the top of the table, we can play with them. We can beat them. But sometimes we struggle with the bottom feeders. We haven't struggled with the bottom feeders this year, which is good. So it'll be interesting to see if we can still keep that. We can compete yeah. with anybody at the top mentality. I mean, obviously, well, beating I mean, here, Cincinnati the way we did. On that. I mean, Louisville has seven wins, but the only team they've beat, a, I mean, they beat Bethlehem. They're pretty good. Um, they've beat Atlanta, I think, twice. They beat the Kickers, and they beat the Rowdies. Or, yeah, yeah they just, they've only beaten Atlanta once. So, I mean, they haven't necessarily beaten – a substantial team too. They've lost to Cincinnati. Uh, or no, they beat Cincinnati. I don't know what I'm saying. I, this is, <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't try to do this in the, the middle of an episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think this, this game will go a long way to help us figure out a better way of, of attacking teams. Um, and I, we're not really going to face a team like this very often is the other thing. Atlanta is a similar way, but they're not as precise as the Red Bulls and in their scheme, I don't think. Um, so that being said, this isn't a major loss, I don't think. Um, and it's not—it's not like this is a team that hasn't beaten anybody that just did this to us. Yeah. So it's—they are the notoriously hot and cold team, and they were hot yeah. uh, last night. So, like you said, I'm not 
too beat up about it. Uh, I feel, I know we didn't perform our best, but I feel 10 times better about that game than I did when we lost to North Carolina. Yes. And Which. obviously there were rivalry implications there, but the performance we put on was pretty bad. And this was not as this was not that bad, I don't think. No. So. And the other good thing is, North Carolina FC lost again. They did at home. Mm-hmm. They did. They are technically 14th, but I mean they're a point above Atlanta. So. Yeah. I still think it's a little too early to be looking at the table too closely. So I will yeah. save any trash talk for later in the season. Because <laughs> I do we not want that to come back to bite us yeah plus they beat us last time so true but we're, we're still far above, above on the standings but it is it is really early still got some time to figure things out um yeah let's at, once we get through june and we get through all these crazy games then maybe we can yeah. take a look at the table and see where we stack up because we have several games left in june um, mm-hmm. we play seven games in june I'm uh, not something like that seven or eight yeah um, i don't have the if I had the Pride fundraiser in front of me, yeah, I can tell you. Here it's, we go. Let me pull it up. Pridefundraiser.org. Here's another thing I want to make sure and, and don't forget about. It's five yellow cards for a suspension, right? Yes, that's correct. Joel Johnson is on yellow card watch then. Yeah, because the he was he had score. one rescinded. Ah, uh, yeah. Did uh did you not listen to Second Yellow ever? Because they talked about that. Or maybe that was two weeks ago when they talked about that. Because I think it was Coach Jeffries. I think it... Because uh, they, they talked about how he was on... They thought he was on Yellow Cards Watch. Uh, but he had just gone uh, five games in a row without getting one. So he had one of them rescinded. But then he immediately picked one up uh, this week. <laughs> so Yep. So hopefully we will not miss him for the Charleston game. Yeah, I, I mean... He's got to be on his best behavior because who do we put it right back if he is suspended? Because Sorry. Donnie's not an option. No. I mean, Donnie, Donnie did it once last year in that yeah. uh, Louisville game and was the man of the match. Yeah. Uh, but he's not here. So do you put Airman out there, even though he's left-footed? To. Or do you put Sam Vines over there and then put Airman at left back? Maybe he's more comfortable there. You know, that's a tricky Three thing. Man put, back? You could put Watson out there, I think. Yeah. Or you could put Doom. Uh, not, there's not a lot of good options there. Uh, do we put Doom there, though? We saw it, what happened against the Nor'easters. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, still, uh, still a lot of things that are going to happen this month. I, I, I definitely agree with your, your perspective of once we get through this month, we'll have a lot better of an idea of, of where we're going to end the season, I, I think, or, or where the standings are going to look like. Um, it is one, two, three, four, five. It's seven games. It you were seven. right. You were right on the money. Seven games that we play. Um, and it's a mixture of home and away, too, which will be a good uh, test for us. Um, yeah. And this week is our first league uh, three games in 10 days stretch. So. Yep. It's not great that we looked tired on the first leg of the three games in 10 days. That's, a, uh, that's worrisome that's for me. But like we've been saying all along, hopefully Greg Jordan and Donnie Smith will maybe make the bench for one or both of these games coming up. They're they're getting close. We don't know about Calvert. He's probably a little further away because 
I guess he's not in training yet. So yeah. it, we'll, we'll see. This might be a chance for some of the young guys to get some more playing time, uh, mm-hmm. especially in this Atlanta game. Playing on – I would think we would want to have our strongest lineup for Charleston at home. Not that we're disrespecting Atlanta – because uh, we definitely need to go in there and and put out a, put on a performance. I think we need to get a win. Yeah, it would be great for the confidence and the confidence and everything else. Because huh? they are so far down on the table, it would not be, and because we 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 had that draw against them at home that when we should have won. You know, yeah. you, you drop points at home, you need to go pick them up when you go play them on the road. Yep. So, redemption game is a thing. Yeah, maybe we'll. I'm not sure. To. I put up a poll to decide if we're going to have a separate talk on Jack's extra for the Atlanta game. So we will not know until after this is published. So yes. if this was our Atlanta preview, then so be it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think also just to kind of give up some information with that, if we don't do an Atlanta preview is I wouldn't be surprised if we see a stronger Atlanta two team based on the fact that, um, they have the, the World Cup break. MLS does. I forgot about that. So I pretty much know. every. Pro, I, I mean, if they if they yeah. do it like the Western Conference MLS teams do with their two sides, we will see every single really good fringe pre, fringe first team player in that game. So we could see Romario Williams and Andrew Carlton and all these guys. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. As long as we don't see Ezekiel Barco. No, I, I don't w- think I, he's he's not a fringe player for the first team. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he, he's a, a a main stay in the on the Atlanta one team. Yeah. Um, Maybe if we don't have an episode, we can at least reach out to our friend uh, Jason Longshore and see if he's got any insight into who's in the who will who's in training for the twos. There you go. We'll get some uh, a Twitter preview. Yeah. Do you have anything else before we answer our single lone listener question? No, I think that uh, that just about does it. All right. So our listener question this week, uh, there's only one, comes from Richard, and he said, if you were Coach Jeffries or Lassane, what would you have been saying to the refs last night? And I will say I probably would have said exactly what Troy Lassane was saying to get himself sent off because I would have if, if there was a referee and fourth official in my living room, he would have made me leave. Yeah, he, <laughs> he kicked you out of your own house. Yeah, um, my wife was watching the game with me, and she after that happened, she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go read a book upstairs," and <laughs> left the room. So that if that tells you anything about my reaction, it was yeah. not a good one. I. <laughs> I don't blame you. I I would have probably just asked the ref to come over and explain it to me and then just looked at him and shrugged. <laughs> just just shrugged my shoulders and thought, what are you doing? I mean, I don't, I don't mind when refs call fouls and things like that. Just be consistent. That's all I ask for. Yeah. If you're going to call a lot of fouls, call a lot of fouls. If not, then don't. I mean, I don't know. It's consistency i don't think it's is too much to ask for in a yeah ref. well he was he was bad he was not not a good ref it, it was funny apparently the assistant referee raised their flag for offside on the jorge penalty and the referee ignored it Ooh. i'm guessing the referee was overruling the call yeah because he he can't do that just because the assistant raises the flag 
the referee can allow play to go on. And mm. it, because if, if maybe the referee says, no, that was not, that, that was not offside. And I guess that's what happened. Or yeah. he is really, really incompetent. And I'm not ruling out that last one. I'm like, it's, yeah. It could have been sheer incompetence that la- allowed the play to go on and lead to a penalty. But then he didn't give a red card, so I you know, I don't know. Can we title this episode Sheer Incompetence? Ooh. <laughs> no. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh Yeah, that's a pretty good title. Through, it's a pretty good summary of the game in general. Sheer, for uh, for many yeah. sides. <laughs> that would catch my eye if I saw that. Um but yeah, I'd, uh, excited to see the Atlanta game. Um, Charleston is leaving. We have a home game this week. Yes, at the end of the week, I'm excited. But yeah, yeah. Uh, just want to plug our two uh, our two fundraisers for the Jacks Militia Pride Razor for Timeout Youth. We scored two goals, so that's going to be uh, ten. No, a total of. $16 from the two of us mm. for this week. And yeah. then I do not think the North Carolina Courage played this week. So by default, Austin Deleuze is our m- donation matcher. And so he played two games. So that's $10. So there okay. you go. $26 to uh, two different Pride charities. And if you would like to match our donations... We'll post the links throughout the week, uh, and they'll be in the show notes as well as they were in the last episode. Yeah. So that does it for episode 41. We will either talk to you on Tuesday, Wednesday, or later in the week, like Friday, like usual. So you guys get to decide. So go to the Twitter poll on our Twitter. It's only open for 24 hours or something like that, and... Go vote if you want an episode in the middle of the week or not. Let us know. Regardless of your answer, I hope you have a fantastic week. Hope work or school goes well. And well, let's hope for a six-point week. But Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Come on, you jacks. Ooh.